G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision 180. Live different. Different. Your Saturday night simulcast of Vision 180. Mel with you tonight. Happy Saturday. How good a weekend. And we are joined by a remarkable young lady. She has an amazing story. She has overcome such difficulties throughout her life at the age of only 14, suddenly losing her father. Only three months later, she was faced with a life-changing event. We are joined by the lovely Ashley Jones. Ashley, for those who don't know your story, do you mind sharing what happened that day of the accident? Of course, yeah. It was June 4th of 2016, and we were riding ATVs, so ATVs like four-wheelers, up in the mountains of Colorado, um, and I'm from Colorado. So we were riding ATVs, and I was sitting shotgun in one of the ATVs while someone was driving, and we were winding up the mountain and there was a roundabout that came back down the mountain. Mm-hmm. And so the vehicle entered into the turn and it was going way too fast. And mm-hmm. the ground was muddy from the night before because it had rained. And so the wheels of my vehicle had no traction and flipped when mm-hmm. we made the turn and the vehicle flipped onto my right side. So as just like a natural inclination to brace your fall, I reached out my right arm and my right arm got stuck between the bar of the front and back seat. And then because of the um, momentum and speed of the car, like it continued to drag across the ground, laid on its side. Mm-hmm. And that's when my arm was like completely lacerated. Oh my gosh. And... So I was stuck on between the vehicle and the ground and my brother lifted the vehicle off of me so I could free my arm. And it literally felt like it was no longer attached to my body. And I knew something was really wrong. So I climbed out of the vehicle and started walking down the mountain. And (laughs) How did you walk down the mountain? (laughs) You know, I think it's a lot uh, when they say like those instincts like fight or flight or whatever. Mm. It was definitely like fight instincts. Again, it was like thoughts going through my mind and I knew my family had already experienced the loss of a loved one and I was like, this is not going to happen again and also like, I don't know if I'm ready for this yet so I'm like, I'm not dying today Mm. and so it was just like adrenaline and knowing that I was literally on top of the mountain and I was like, there's no one coming for me so I was like, I can either sit here and see what happens Mm. and take those odds or I can work and fight for myself right here and get closer to help you know I got down the mountain and I sat in an ambulance because where we were in the mountains the facilities closest to us like didn't have the medical attention that I needed so they pumped me with pain meds and we waited for the helicopter to arrive and I was helicoptered to um, a children's hospital in Denver Colorado that's when they did all the tests that they needed to, and then they proceeded into surgery. Well, they would find out a couple things, but uh, one was the only thing that wasn't lacerated in my arm was my main artery. Wow. And so, yeah, so bones, my right arm was, my right arm bone was broken in multiple places. Like it totally cut through 
um, muscle and everything, but my main artery. Wow. And um, my arm was completely exposed. I would find out that I didn't need a blood transfusion. And on the mountain, I prayed that day, like I was losing a lot of blood. And I didn't know if I was going to go unconscious because of it. But mm. I prayed and mm. literally by only from a miracle from God, the bleeding stopped when I was walking down the wow, mountain. Wow, that's amazing. And yeah, and I didn't need a blood transfusion going into the hospital. And that's like literally only a miracle that happened because um, there's no way that I wouldn't have lost so much blood. Ugh. And uh, they tried to save my right arm, but because of the severity of the accident, um, I would have had no control of my right arm. And um, if they tried to suture it up, the infection probably would have killed me anyways. And so that's when they decided to amputate to save my life ultimately. So that was that was that day. Wow, Ash, that's so intense. Uh, it's so much to handle at the age of 14 and so amazing that God saved your artery and saved your life. It is such an amazing story. Now, Ash, you went through such a horrific time at the age of only 14. Uh, you lost your father and then three months later, you had to deal with an arm amputation. That would have been such a difficult time. How did you How did you cope? Yeah, um, so that was a definite difficult time in my life. And like I was so blindsided by all of it mm. that it was just something that I didn't prepare for. And honestly, like even if someone told me two months before all of it was going to happen, like I still couldn't have properly prepared myself for mm. what I was going to go through like mentally, physically, like all of those factors. And so um, it just kind of hit me like a truck, like it did. And um, it was so much pain in so many different realms of the human body because it involved like emotional and having that like grieving process of a loved one. And I have said this many times and I'll say it again, like I would wish it on no one to experience mm -hmm. the loss of a parent because there's just so many different things that come with that and thoughts that come with that. Like I'll be thinking about my future and just thinking about him not being there. It's just, it's mm -hmm. so heartbreaking. I was always daddy's little girl. So it was just a heartbreaking process and it still is. And, uh, and then just quickly after that, it was just like we couldn't catch our breath. And then my accident happened. And that pain was a different sort of pain where it was so physically numbing. Like, and I still experience that pain today of phantom pain that it's just your brain still sending pain signals to your pain site, wow. but it's healthy, but your mind still doesn't register. And so my mind still constantly sending pain signals to my right side. And so I have this sensation um, that's pretty painful. They say uh, an amputation is one of the most traumatic things that the body can go through. So it was just a lot of physical rehabilitation and stabilizing. To also do it at such a young age, like I look back at it now and I'm like literally only by the grace of God and like by God's strength was I able to get through it. Because yeah. I'm like, how did I do that as a 14-year-old girl? 14, you know? yes, I'm, that is so young. Yeah, you know, I'm 18 now, almost 19 and... I just think that it was a point in my life where I was still so naive to everything, but it also was a turning point in my maturity because I had to grow up 
so quickly because I had to learn how to properly take care of myself when I came back from the hospital. Mm. And I had to learn how to be more independent and to discover this world without a second parent, especially being at university and stuff like that. I just really felt recently like God's fulfillment of a lot of pain that I've experienced. And like, I knew he was going to bring me through it, but it's been really recent that he is bringing me, some of it's coming to full fruition. He's just bringing me into a point of a lot of joy and a lot of things that don't revolve around pain. Wow. And it's just like, really like, okay, like you are such a good God. And it's not that I wasn't saying that before, but it's like you, your plan so much greater. Yeah. And little was I able to grasp it at the time. His plan unfolds perfectly because of what you're capable of comprehending it's, at the time. It's hindsight, isn't it? When you can look back, you can see his hand in, in where he was the whole time through through all the situations. Exactly. Ash, how did you get through that? You, you've been a Christian your whole life. Did you ever have a point that you got angry at God or started questioning God? Yeah. Um, fortunately, there was. I, I've been frustrated at certain circumstances, but it hasn't been directed at God. Like, I woke up the next day and obviously was in a lot of pain and just mm. was like totally in shock. Like, I couldn't fully comprehend what was going on. So, sitting in the hospital being a new amputee, I couldn't wrap my head around that thought. And what that actually meant, what it's what it's going to look like in my life, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. But I knew, like a couple of days in the hospital, I looked at my mom and I was like, "Why do these things keep happening to us? Like we lost someone that we loved so much, and he was such a pivotal person in all of our lives for many reasons. And then this happens. I'm like, I've not only lost some of my identity as a daughter, but I've lost some identity as like." I, who knows if I'm going to be able to compete as an athlete, who knows like all this stuff. And so I looked at my mom, I was like, this has to be for something like it can't be for nothing. That's an amazing, that's an amazing reaction. I just, I knew I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't keep going through all this pain. And I had a lot of questions after my dad, because people asked me if I would take any of it back if mm. I would. And my first like event that I would take back absolutely is my dad. Like mm. to have him back, I would give anything. But I see how God has worked through my accident. And I don't know if I take it back. Wow. But I t- would I take back the pain? And would I like, like to feel some relief for that for two minutes? Absolutely. But who it's connected me with and who it, who's, um, who God has brought into my life and just like the opportunities that have come about. I don't know if I would find the same opportunities not being an amputee. We are chatting to an amazing lady, Ashley Jones, at the age of only 14. She sadly lost one of her arms in a tragic ATV accident. And it is such an amazing story. She was on top of a mountain. She had to walk down the mountain because there was no ambulance facilities around while she was bleeding out. And somehow uh, it severed everything except for her main artery. She didn't need to have a blood transfusion. And they were able to rescue her and to save her. And God does just such amazing miracles. We're going to continue chatting with her right now. Ashley, what was the hardest part to adjust to those first couple days and months and years getting used to just having one arm? I had to start with the little things that I had to learn how to do to get through like daily life. So Mm. how to tie my shoes, how to do my hair as a girl, you know, Mm. and how to 
um, eventually drive a car and how to write again. I was right-handed before my accident. And so I had to completely reteach myself how to write. Wow. So that was probably the lengthiest process of learning how to do something. It definitely took me a couple months to be able to have legible handwriting. And um, now I feel like I'm pretty proficient, but it's taken me a while to be a fast writer as well. That's amazing that you can physically teach yourself to write with with your left hand. Like you see some people yes, that have I, lost both their arms and they learn how to write with their toes and you're just like, wow, like it is possible. Exactly. The human body is very adaptive and I don't think people give the human body enough credit in that sense where Mm. your body can learn how to do something if you put yourself in an uncomfortable situation. Mm. And it's like, it's a beautiful instrument, but you have to use it properly and you have to feed it properly and all that stuff because God made human beings beautifully. And I've been able to see different facets of that being so vulnerable in the last couple of years because I've really had to be in situations where I've had to be vulnerable with the capabilities of my body, like how to be able to lift um, properly for running or soccer or how to open a water bottle in public. And so it's just, um, yeah, it's been a learning process for a lot of things. Ash, you've been a Christian your whole life and you were saying how God has been there with you throughout the whole ordeal. Have you felt like your relationship with God has changed from before the accident to now? I think it's definitely strengthened for sure for many reasons. One, just growing up and really discovering who God is on my own Mm. and also just having to literally completely rely on Him for many days. Like there are days where, and I've challenged myself that I don't ever just lay in bed and I've never done that. Um, after my accident, like I was like, I don't care how bad the day is. I'm not going to sit in bed. But with that comes days where you're struggling so much and you're so frustrated or depleted of strength that you're like, literally, you need to get me through this day. And so it was in, I would have to say, like the two years following my accident that that was such like a reliance, like it was so reliant. And that was a learning process for me because I'm like, I need to be submitting everything, all who I am to him. And of course, like I fall short and I'm not perfect, but I've continued to learn different aspects of who God is in my story. And that's been like Mm. a really beautiful process. I've seen God as a healer. And I've seen God as someone who gives me strength. Mm -hmm. And now in my life, like I'm seeing God as a provider and someone who fulfills their their word. And when they say like, I will bring you into a new day of like great joy. And so it's just um, learning different aspects of God. And you, if you rely on someone so much, you want to know who they are. Mm. And so that's been the process of my faith. And Again, I have to say that I'm not perfect in my approach all the time and I do stumble and fall, but I try my best to just keep moving forward and keep taking strides towards being more loving and someone who really embodies what God is talking about in scripture and Mm -hmm. trying to encourage others through his story, ultimately through me. And so that's where that's what I try try to prioritize. Now, Ash, you've been through such a, a terrible ordeal. If there's anyone else who's going through a tough time right now, do you have any advice on how to get through? 
One, I would start with be patient with yourself. It's sometimes a long road and it's okay to take steps back and really find strength from other things. And sometimes those points of stepping back and evaluating the situation and just one of my favorite verses is Psalms 91.1 where it says those who rest in the shadow of the Almighty will um, like rest in the shelter of the Most High God. Hmm. And I've had that scripture just like ringing in my ears for the last four years, honestly, because it's been taught to me so many times and it's been like set over me where sometimes those points of taking a step back and knowing that you have to rest is sometimes when you get most strengthened and then you come back to your situation and you know you can get through it. And how I think about it as like God didn't create pain. And he didn't create the pain that I've experienced, but he himself came to earth and experienced it himself. And therefore, he knows how to fulfill that that like platform of he knows how to comfort you when you are feeling that pain because he felt it himself. Hmm. And he is that like perfect example of someone to go to when you need to be strengthened again or um, have a release and have some comfort from the pain you're experiencing. For those that are listening, I would just say be patient with yourself, mm. um, find comfort in God's ultimate strength that's perfect in every nature, and also just keep moving forward, keep taking strides because you don't know how strong you might be. Oh, I love everything that's coming out of your mouth. What's next for you? What are you working on next? You- yeah, right Right now in university, we're um, stepping into a little bit of competition. So right now, I'm just training uh, pedal to the metal right now to get some competitions in. So we should have a competition next week and then two weeks following. Um, and so that's consuming a lot of my time. Mm-hmm. And then just getting used to classes and a full college schedule. And then we'll deal with all this COVID stuff on the side, you know, and just take it day by day. But I'm really looking forward to this year ahead because I feel like this is exactly where I need to be. And it's just going to bring a lot of amazing opportunities. So I'm just trying to keep open eyes, open ears to learn as much as I can on and off the track um, in the classroom and from teachers and coaches. So I'm just kind of really in a stage of a lot of learning. And I really like being in this state of still being new to college and to the collegiate running scene. But it's also so exciting. Oh, we wish you all the best with your competition. And Ash, thank you so much for joining us on Vision 180. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Mel. If you want to follow Ashley Jones's story, she is on Instagram with the tag at Ashley underscore Caroline J. She is such an amazing young lady. And the podcast of Ashley Jones will be up at our website at vision180.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.